We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You make me feel like... All right, Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie. It is the, uh, the new 94 WIP morning show. Although I don't think that's so, so that's not actually the name of the show, right? Like the new. I don't think so. I don't no. think we did one of those things. I just kind of. going to do a whole name thing with like the no. Hugh and Joe, Joe and Hugh thing again. Yeah, and... you know, just, let's keep it simple, man. Let's just let's just talk some sports and have some fun. It's really not that complex, certainly. And I, I said this yesterday. I'll reiterate again today. We, you know, we want to honor the legacy of Angelo's incredible career and Angelo himself by doing what I think Angelo would want us to do, which is hopefully a great show. Time will tell. Obviously, everyone can make their assessment. I've already seen Twitter. Seltzer Twitter is going wild. Some good, a lot bad. Yeah, it goes both ways. There. Really bad out there. <laughs> well, it's always really bad out there on Twitter. Joe, Richard. Twitter is not reality. No, I know. I just want I you know. to know that. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's a nightmare hellscape is what Twitter is. <laughs> Look, it's all good. We're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, one of the ways we're going to have a lot of fun is mix in uh, some voices you're real familiar from hearing from, you know, through the years on WIP and some perhaps less familiar uh, one guy that we're familiar with, but this time slot perhaps is not as far as hearing him talk like this much, but we saw him play for years as an Eagle, and he was a great Eagle. He's a Super Bowl champion. He is still an active NFL player, although, you know, we'll see his status for this upcoming year, where he'll be, or maybe uh, put, put in those retirement papers and join us more frequently. Let's welcome, for the next three hours, Mr. Rodney McLeod. How you doing, Rodney? What up, man? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Boy, you've stepped in it today, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel, man. You want to do this, uh, maybe this media thing? Uh, people get hot after the Eagles lose the Super Bowl. You you experienced the other side in town. I did. You knocked that ball down, <laughs> you know? Game. <laughs> game over. Uh, game. This is a different deal. Rodney, first off, man, uh, thanks for doing this. I mean, we're, we're really psyched to have you here. We'll get to the Super Bowl in a moment and, and all of it, but let's just start with this. For those that don't know, sort of your plants. You're in the, you know, trying to figure out kind of the future for you. Where Where are things since we last talked to you a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I, I think I, you know, it took some time to think about things. And, you know, as we kind of get closer, I guess, uh, about a month out, uh, free agency, you know, is leaning towards more so, you know, trying to run it back, uh, you know, give it another uh, shot and, and just see what happens. I, I think, of course, there are uh, things that I'm looking for now as I'm at the tail end of my career, uh, what I'm, you know, hoping uh, and expecting, and so uh, just see how it goes. Uh, have conversations with teams, and uh, really no pressure. You know that's one thing that I feel like is a lot different for me this off season is is the pressure. Like normally, I'm I'm so in tune with every single date. You know that's that's um, I guess uh, a part of the off season, right? And and as you get closer to, to free agency, but right now I'm just really in a in a in a space of like calmness. Good, which man. is weird. Wow, it's weird. So you mentioned <laughs> there are certain things you're considering more now than maybe you were in the past. Yeah. I guess we're talking about a team that has a chance. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's basically Yeah, a team that's uh winning environment, winning yeah. culture. And nothing's ever guaranteed in this league, but you just wanna know, you know, you're walking into a building where, you know, certain pieces are in place and you know, it gives you the best opportunity to be able mm-hmm. to have uh, success mm-hmm. so have you been uh, doing anything fun this offseason yeah man i i got involved in a, a little pickup basketball over at the field house oh. you know early morning old man group uh 6 30 a.m <laughs> so i'm used to waking up early i uh, did that for a couple of weeks then i actually got my toe stepped on so i had to uh sit out for, oh, <laughs> for no. a few an injury 
Yeah, injury, man. In the, the, in the in, John, he's got to get ready the, for free agency, man. You, you don't, you don't, in you the OG, in the OG. <laughs> you, don't, you don't risk the NFL no. salary to play through an injury in a pickup no. basketball game. No, you, you, you know, and so yeah. uh, been doing that and went on a little vacation, came back, got, got a nice little tan. Wife and I got away. That's where we watched Very the Super nice. Bowl. Good for you, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, Roddy, let's get to it here. And again, Roddy McLeod in studio with us. We're going to get right back to the phones in a moment. Uh, everyone's got, you know, an answer to why the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. And it's not just all. There's, there's more than one. But in your opinion, what happened? Why did the Eagles lose the Super Bowl? Looking at the game, I say I'll pick three things. Uh, you look at the turnover difference, right? Quarterback, uh, you know, hurts, obviously fumbles. And that's the difference maker in the game, and it turns into a touchdown. And then you look at uh, special teams, you know, the huge return, at a pivotal moment in the game and, and in a game where it looks as if the Chiefs needed every possession possible to win. You know, when you really look at it closely, like they needed every possession possible to get a win. And then thirdly, I think it was just, uh, you know, Andy Reid uh, making the adjustments and, and, and scheme, you know, when, when you specifically look at those two plays in the end zone. And that just shows you, you know, his, his offensive uh, – you know, his, his talent, and, and I, I consider him one of the best, you know, gurus. Yeah. And that was something I was closely looking at is, you know, how will uh, JG respond to, to Andy Reid? And, you know, I, I think you saw that experience and, and just his, um, his talent how, level, man. How do you balance that on coaching versus players in that moment, Rodney? I mean, because those two plays where the dudes are open, I mean, it, they look hard. It's a horrible look. I mean, and it, and it really hurt the Eagles. Is that more coaching or is that more the guys on the defensive backs? No, that's that goes down the scheme, and there was a play, and and I saw on Twitter, uh, I think they pointed out how Jacksonville actually ran a similar play earlier in the season. So you know when you're talking about the Super Bowl, you're looking at any and everything, yeah. right? Like every game possible, any game that a coordinator has on record, you're looking at to see can you find any holes, can you capitalize on anything that they've done wrong, and they're going to test you, and so you you naturally feel like you would expect those those sort of uh, tests to happen early in the game, right? Kansas City wasn't fortunate enough to be in the red zone in that first half. So everything happened, transferred in the second half. You go in up 10, you know, you're feeling great if you're the Eagles, right? You might make a, a few adjustments, but you're, you feel very confident about being up 10, the offense that you have, and you're playing stout on defense, right, at this point. So you come out, and those two plays you see – you know, that there's communication that's involved. Um, it's not Slay or Avante's fault. They're they're in a bind, you know, on, on one. The first one, Slay's supposed to communicate with Garner Johnson about how they're going to roll and use uh, jet motions, and you pre-communicate that pre-snap to know, hey, safety's going to take control. I now replace the safety. Yep. That's what happened. Boom, he comes back in the flat wide open. The second one, you see cover zero. Avante's responsible for him taking him all the way across the field, he has to meet him and make sure he doesn't get beat across the field. So now he has to overrun the receiver. He stops again, and it's another touchdown. So it's credit to Andy Reid, uh, more importantly, yeah. man, and, and finding those holes in the Eagles' defense. Well, Rodney McLeod with us here. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, 215-592-9494. So, I mean, listen, Rodney's going to settle on as a talk show host here. It's in an interview. I mean, a little, little bit right there, but you hear the insight. Let's get to the phones. Let's mix a lot of callers in. Look, a lot of talk today, as John and I – Started the show on the Sirianni front. Again, I find it strange that he hasn't been more criticized. I think he had a great season. I think he seems like a great dude. I think he came up real small in a big spot, and it's unfortunate because in the end, that was a that was let's be real, that was a contributing factor to the you know a Philadelphia sports team losing a championship, a championship that the Eagles were favored to win, and let's be real, should have won. Dan in Philadelphia is with us. What's going on, Dan? What's up, morning team? How are we? Hey, Dan. Rodney, welcome to the show. You, you couldn't have did like a one-day contract on the 12th? <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody in the middle could, could have stopped that. But <laughs> Hey, listen, uh, like thinking about Gannon's defense, if you really think about it, and I'm not Rodney McLeod, but he kind of played like it was all predicated on the pass rush, right? Mm-hmm. And the pass rush getting there, which gave the, the cornerbacks and, and the secondary time to, to cover or whatever, without that getting there, then he was exposed, and he never adjusted in the Super Bowl when the pass rush wasn't getting there. He just kept – it's almost like he played a prevent defense all season because they had the lead. And he, he just never did anything to adjust 
to the fact that the pass rush wasn't getting to Patrick Mahomes, and he just kept letting him play. You know, Dan, I, I don't think that's totally accurate, man. The Eagles blitzed, and I don't have the number right in front of me, but they blitzed more than I think people think. I mean, it was during the season or the it Super Bowl? It was ineffective. In the, in, I'm saying in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, Hollis Thomas made a great point that they weren't used to blitzing, so they're, they're not really yeah. good at blitzing. So, you, know, you know what I mean? So it's, it's all like he, he just never had a backup plan to the pass rush not getting there. Like he never foresaw it or something. You know, it's, it was just weird. And I, well, I'm glad he's out of here. He yeah. had a good defense this year. But without the pass rush, you clearly see that he's not a good D, D.C. Just like last year. He gave up all that soft stuff all season long. And this year he had the pass rush to help him. And once that was gone, you saw exactly what the defense did. Dan, give me a big answer, man. Who uh, who was a great villain? I mean, listen, there's movies about him, songs about him. He's in every bad decision you ever made. The devil. <laughs> wow. The devil. Wow. <laughs> the devil. Of course, Yikes. I do have to ask the question, you know, is is he is he real? I mean, Ray, is the, <laughs> the devil real? Yeah, I saw him in the Super Bowl in the second half. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to beat that dead horse. <laughs> nah, you're, you're going for it. 215-592-9494. Up ahead, something I am really looking forward to because, John, Joe Conklin, he's now part of a show that we do. All those years with Angelo, uh, listen, there's only so much creativity that can come from Richie and Seltzer and, and me through the years. We got Rhea now. We got Rodney with us. We got Conklin, and he has cooked something up. Who the heck knows what it is? We're going to find out. Conklin with his uh, debut on this, the new WIP Morning Show. That's up ahead and many many other things as well. Jada Cameron, John Ritchie on 94 WIP. Your outdated kitchen could really use a new look. And the President's Day sale at Colonial Marble and Granite is the perfect opportunity to upgrade it. Right now, they're offering an all-in kitchen package that includes countertops, cabinetry, sink, faucet, and hardware for $6,999. That's a great deal for a kitchen renovation. Now, that's not all. During the sale, get 25% off all countertops in granite, marble, and quartz. That's a tremendous saving on the largest selection of beautiful countertop material in the area. Do you need financing? Colonial Marble and Granite offering zero money down and 0% financing for up to 18 months on purchases of $19.99 or more. They completely transfer my kitchen. I love it. Colonial does absolutely amazing work. The whole process is so much fun. I went to their King of Prussia location, worked with an incredible professional that helped me select the perfect materials. So stop by an area showroom, and a professional will guide you through your project from selection to installation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Any dog person knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. Dogs at healthy weights can live as much as 16% longer than overweight ones. That's two and a half years. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. They send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. 
It's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live more healthy and happy years together. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash healthieryears23. Brought to you by Alexis of Cherry Hill and Mount Laurel, where the finest automobiles reside. Eagles reportedly will interview former Cardinals defensive coordinator Vance Joseph for their position. Nine News in Denver says Nick Sirianni will interview Joseph by Zoom tomorrow. Jeff Lurie and Howie Roseman to do it on Thursday. Former Eagles great Brian Dawkins is a fan of Joseph. I would love it to be Vance because I know he's aggressive. I know that he's elaborate. I know he blitzes. I know that he does make the same stuff. Uh, uh, in in different situations, so I would love that hire. Dawkins, a guest of the WIP Midday Show with Hugh Douglas and Joe Gilliatt, and you can check that out at 94WIP.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by NAS Cancellary. Cloudy, occasional showers. High of 56, it's currently 42. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys, NAS Cancellary, have collected over $500 million for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. 215-546-8200. To stream 94WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP. All right, Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on this uh, a Tuesday morning, 94 WIP. It's been nine days now since the Super Bowl. This thing is still there. There's no doubt about that. Some focus on Sirianni today, who I do think uh, flew under the radar with this loss. I mean, more focus has been on Gannon and the, the field and the flag and all that stuff. Speaking again, by the way, Twitter poll question today. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Find new roads. ArminChevy.com. Today's question, fill in the blank here. Jonathan Gannon was what, as a defensive coordinator, uh, good, uh, average, or bad? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. John, this might result in Angelo coming out of retirement if people actually vote good. Rhea, that would really bother him. If he, if he gets word that people vote good, or yeah. even, even average. I was trying to look in for somewhere before between above average and good because – I physically can't do good after that Super Bowl. Well, listen. Although I know he, I think he is good. So tragically awful in that Super Bowl, I just can't do it. Yeah, it was bad. Again, but I also think the players are culpable. And again, it was a tough spot. It's Andy and Mahomes. The problem I have with the players, last year he wasn't good because he didn't have the players. This year he was given a stacked roster. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's it's hard for me to reconcile both. All right, to the phones we go, 215-592-9494. John, we're going to find out our first. Joe Conklin, whatever he's cooked up, coming up in about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. Seltzer, I'm expecting big things from Conklin. I mean, yeah, it better be. I mean, you know, we've been waiting a long time for this. He's he just, still can't do an impression stroke. of you, so, you know, just saying. <laughs> That's right. Maybe. So, we've got some. It, what, it, it's like a, an intro. Uh, Joe and John intro to the morning. That's right? he, yeah. He he told me. I mean, I have not heard this. He told me that basically he wants the audience to just kind of get to know us. So he put something together. We'll a dangerous find out. game. Yeah, the dangerous part about it is Rodney McLeod is with us here. He's going to hear. It. He's like, <laughs> "Yo, I'm out of here, guys." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll find out. Let's go to the phones two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four plus Elliot Shore Parks. Uh, today uh, will join us at 745. And I'll just say this quickly before the phones. I do think Sirianni's culpability in this Super Bowl loss has flown under the radar. Uh, he's not the main reason why they lost, but he, he's, he gets a chunk of it, man. I mean, he lost the Super Bowl as a favorite. He lost the Super Bowl with a 10-point lead. He did not properly oversee the defense. I mean, it's just a fact. At the end of the day, coach is coach, head coach. Got to run the whole show. He punted in the fourth quarter on fourth and three, which I think was a mistake with the Eagles down a point. I thought it was a big mistake in the moment. Obviously, it didn't work. He didn't change punters, by the way. Whether it's him or Howie, whoever made the call on who should punt in the Super Bowl, that was clearly a mistake. He was, it was too slow to get players to change their cleats, either before the game or early in the game. I mean, that's a factor. Man, he was, I, him I and, think we're taking a little far. John, I mean, these are things that all resulted the, the slow going <laughs> the with him and players, Hurts. The players need to know what they are adults they are but someone someone's (laughs) got to say yo guys and look joe i i have a problem with this idea that he needed to better oversee the defense i don't think that's what nick sirianni does here well maybe he should john well maybe that's never been part of the plan maybe that's just like 
we're we're expecting him to operate more like other NFL head coaches do. You bring up Bill Belichick's yeah. name. He's a defensive guy who has a lot of say in the offenses. And a lot of I experience. I don't think it works that way here. Well, you know? I don't think it and does either. Do you blame either. him for the, the way it's constructed? Well, in, given the chance he had an opportunity to win a Super Bowl and had 14 days to prepare for the game, yeah. Do, do I think he gets 100% of the blame? Of course not. That's the irony. He's flown under the radar. But the Eagles lost the Super Bowl as a favorite, and they had a 10-point lead, and they blew it. And very few people are talking about the head coach. And I find that strange. He's likable. He's obviously a good dude. He obviously had a great season. We're all rooting for him. But I thought he had a, a real hand in this loss. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. George is with us right now. Hi, George. What's going on, morning team, the new morning team? Hi, George. What's going on, George? Good. Glad to speak to you guys. As we're quickly, I want to say um, thank y'all for you know, staying in there, doing a great job, and sliding to the new slot. It's good to hear. Long time, first time. Thank and um, I love Joe's wit. I love the way John breaks down the game. I love the laughter and the fun of Seltzer. Rhea is the glue. And now you got Rodney the champ. This is great. This is awesome. Well, so, uh, Rodney the champ, you are that. correct, because Rodney got yes, to the Super Bowl and won it. Richie got to the Super Bowl, and he lost by about 75 points. <laughs> oh, wow, Joe. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 42 points or something. Oh, you are crushing oh, okay. Richie that today. Bad. That's just not right. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Joe is some. Real quick, y'all, just about the Super Bowl, Um, I kind of packed it away after two days after the loss and, and was able to digest and deal with it simply because 2017 meant so much. But me being 49 and, and like everybody else, seeing so many losses and just being able to deal with so many losses, I was able to deal with this one much easier because of the 2017 Rodney McLeod win. It does. It, awesome. it, it helps, George. Listen, the reality it's is, it, it, as much as this hurts, it would have hurt more if the Eagles had never won a Super Bowl. There's no question. Right. But I will say that we could not stop the run. We had to at least stop the run. We did not do it. That bothered me a lot. I would say on a list of one to three, stop not stopping the run was three for me. It, was, it just, just had to do it. Two other important, but stopping the run, they just couldn't do it. It yeah. was getting pounded. It was getting pounded and leaving short yards for you know second and third downs. It was just short yardage. It was just you know I would say that uh, we just lost to a better coach, and that, to me that was kind of expected. We don't want it, but it was kind of expected. So I was that, surprised, George. the reason. Listen, I got great respect for Reed, but I felt Sirianni would handle the moment, and he didn't. George, give me a yeah. great answer, man. Who's a villain? Who's a great villain? Uh, I'm going to go Megatron. Megatron? Why is he a villain, John? Why, why is Megatron a villain? Because he's the leader of the Decepticons. Oh, I thought we were talking. Calvin Johnson. Yeah, I thought, I thought we were... <laughs> oh, oh, my no. God. Oh, no. <laughs> So that's a, a nickname from a that nickname? That is classic. Oh, yeah. You had no idea why he was called Megatron. Megatron. What, show, what show is it? I don't know. Rodney's looking at me like I'm an idiot. Transformers, yes. man. I was young. I don't know if it's uh, What do you mean? We're the same age, essentially. <laughs> sorry. Like, what are you talking okay, about? Okay, all right. Bad job by me? Is that my first one in the morning so show? Megatron what? was <laughs> Calvin Johnson like Thought. from the inception? Like his nickname was just yeah. Megatron for what reason? Well, I don't know. Like Alan Iverson's the answer. Why is he the answer? Well, the, I don't at least know. the answer makes oh. sense. Megatron's a made-up word otherwise. Well, why is the Nigerian nightmare the Nigerian nightmare? I don't know. Again, those Nigerian. Nigerian, he was tough I to could tackle. come up with one. Like, if, you guys, <laughs> if you guys let me think of one, I'll come up with one. Oh Let's go to the phones. Sorry. That was, my, that, was my, that was my first bad job. Anthony in Philadelphia. What's going on, Anthony? Hey, Joe. What's up, brother? Hey, pal. So I want to talk about um, this garbage they call the NBA All-Star Game. Every year, I get so angry, my head wants to explode. Because these guys are sitting on the greatest pickup game that you could ever watch, and they refuse to play. They just refuse to play. And I got to turn it off in the first quarter. They just they think that we want to just people make caps. And listen, I actually enjoy it more than you. Because I, listen, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's great, but I do marvel at the skill. Uh, you know, when Damian Lillard hits a half-court shot just because he can, with 19 seconds left on the shot clock. Honestly, I thought that was pretty cool. I will say to me, it's not a great product. I'm, I admit that. And what Shea Gilgis-Alexander said, and I like him, man. Man, is he one of my favorite players. But what he said about if you pay us more, we'll try harder, that is really, really not going to resonate with people. 
And, and no, another garbage move. They're sitting on the greatest pickup game that we could ever watch. All they got to do is play as hard as as hard as Rodney McLeod plays at six thirty in the morning. That's all they got to do. <laughs> and, and we have a great game to watch. That's that, that, I, I lose my mind every year. I turn it off in the first quarter. I can make layups. I can't dunk. But believe me, my pickup games are way more competitive than that garbage they want to throw at us. They think people want to watch that. They're out of their minds. Out of their minds. Well, I don't think people feel, do watch yeah. as much as they used to. I'll say that. No, I don't think people do. Yeah, because look do. at it. Who wants to watch that? Well, I, I, I think we should take some pride from the the idea that Joel Embiid was out there trying to you know plead with his teammates to play some defense. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, doesn't salvage the whole thing, though. No. Anthony, give me a great villain. Uh, George the Animal Steel. Wow, George the Animal Steel. Man, I liked him. Old school wrestling, 80s. Was he the guy that would uh, eat the, the turn the turnbuckle? Yeah. Yes. He was. <laughs> it was great, man. Let's go to Darren in South Philadelphia right now. What's up, Darren? Uh-oh. Really, Joe? Really? Really? You didn't know who? You didn't know who? They call him Megatron. There's a reason. Oh, man. I that is so Joe on point. Yeah. First off, what's up, Uncle Richie? What's up, Brother Selfie? Hey, Darren. What's up, Miss Rhea, who I can hopefully welcome to the family and call Auntie, Auntie Rhea. And, <laughs> Hello. Uh, and, and Mr. McLeod, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for 2017. Hey, no problem, This is amazing. And uh, just do me a favor. Like, just shoulder, shoulder block Joe real quick because, I mean, that was ridiculous, the, the Megatron thing. Darren, if you had seen Rodney's face. Uh, da- Ro- Rodney. Yeah, could, could, Rodney couldn't see his face. <laughs> I could see his face. Rodney's face was stunned. Hey, Joe, Rodney's face is probably the way my face was the other day when you called my phone because I legitimately – like was almost crashed my car when you called me. It was a nice call. Thank you. Class, class act, Joe. Class act. Thank but um, I was right again. So the, the I, I guess I'm two for two. I was right with the Eagles record this year, and I was right when I told you you was gonna take over the uh, afternoon show was gonna take over the morning show. But um, as far as the Super Bowl goes, I was over that mm, 15 hours because it's baseball time, my favorite time of the year. Wow. No offense, Mr. McCall. Baseball's my second favorite. I mean, football's my second favorite sport. It's baseball time. We got Trey Turner, and we're going back to the World Series. Philly's thing helps. I mean, it, it doesn't make me feel better on the Eagles, but it, it does help. Uh, knowing it doesn't help with the Eagles losing the Super Bowl, but I can quickly turn uh, – well, I'll worry about that in seven months when uh, football season starts coming around again. I ain't got to worry about it. Look, it's going to be because a fun it, season, man. Oh, it is. Trey Turner, shortstop. Bryce comes back in July. We got a pitching rotation, yeah. probably the rookie of the year. And we actually got a wow. bullpen. To, well, we ain't got to worry about anything. What? By the way, rookie of the year is that who, who's rookie of the year? I just want to make sure. I didn't know if he was saying Stott, if he still qualifies. I don't know where we were going there. Did it fall? Let me make sure you weren't giving me Stott. Stott does not qualify. Ready enough at bats? He played all year last. I figured. Well, most of the year. You hated him, didn't you? Well, I think he's overrated. Wow. I mean, Ray, his batting average in the World Series was I understand zero. He's a rookie. Six games as zero. Hey, Joe. Yes, I like him, but people overrate him. No, you don't. Don't say that. That's that's such a throwaway line. You're like, I like him, but you don't. It's okay. People overrate him. He had a batting average of zero in the World Series. Jonathan Gannon criticism, Bryson Stott criticism. Zero was his batting average in the World Series. So they both did zero. More than Scott Kingery, though. Well, yeah, Kingery's probably never (laughs) going to play again up here. Darren, give me a great villain. Who do you got? How about Agent Smith? From the Matrix. All right, you got it there. Appreciate the phone call, man. All right, I really appreciate the opportunity to get uh, Conklin involved with our show here. I mean, John, for us, this is going to be fun. Joe Conklin, what Conklin has cooked up, that's coming up in one minute. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any NHL game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then, opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion. Place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any NHL game, and if only one leg misses, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 years or older to wager, Pennsylvania-only, New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject 
to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Elliot Sherparks joins us coming up in about 10 minutes. Latest on the Eagles, some off-season stuff, all that with Elliot in 10. Uh, Richie Conklin, he's part of our show now. He says he wanted to dial something up as his so exciting. His initial also a little nerve wracking. I am too because I was thinking that. Yeah, it's both exciting and nerve wracking. It's both. Because yeah. we might look ridiculous. Like we might look ridiculous. Yeah. Uh we're gonna find out what he cooked up. Let's roll the tape. City Rhythm Orchestra at the Excite Center at Pars Casino on Friday, April 14th. It is a tribute. To Philadelphia Sports for tickets, as always, JoeConklin.com. That's JoeConklin.com. Richie? He was pretty nice to us. Yeah, he could have been. He could have cut could us off. Yeah, yeah. Could have cut deeper. So some nice. classics in there. A little made nice for Brie. You know what I'm saying? Like ham and cheese reference. Yeah, I do. I will say I appreciate the Kennedy thing because obviously with me as a you know potential future president of the United sure. States of America, yep. it's uh, apropos. This Joe, after- don't say that. Well, You're an idiot. I just said it. I mean, listen, Celsius, there are a lot of people 20 years ago said – the, the camera's got no shot to uh, be on WIP. Yeah, it's true. Uh, uh, Richie, get here. Uh, get here. You can get anywhere, man. Maybe a slightly lower bar than being president. It's different. Of the United States, it's different. But... Slightly. All right. We, we appreciate Conklin. He'll obviously be a big part, big part of contributing to the show. 215 592 9494. When Rodney first heard the me crying audio, uh, when he was everything in, to me. I was crying. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> eight, 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 eight. I'm sorry to cry. I'm just very emotional. <laughs> he was crying for you. Uh-huh. I mean, right. Laughter. <laughs> that's that's the crazy thing about sports. You win a football game. That was for those that don't know. That was after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. That was our first show. Yeah. You win a football game. A grown man, and some people would say that's an oxymoron with me. A grown man. Yeah. Um, Thirty-nine years old at that time. You made me cry. Tears of joy. Man. Tears of joy, man. You yeah. also made him so do God this. God bless you. You also you made know. him do this to start the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. Joe to camera, John Ritchie. We got Seltzer. We got Rhea. We got Roddy McLeod with us. Elliot coming up in about five minutes. Kenny's with us right now. Hi, Kenny. Hey, good morning. How's the second morning treating you? Pretty pretty great. Fine, yeah. Yeah. And, and Rhea, I'm so glad to still hear your voice in the morning. You are my shining light in the mornings. That's a very low bar, as James just start, stated. <laughs> but thank you, Kenny. No, well, well, yeah, yeah, well, speaking of James... To call in in the mornings and hear Kenny instead of Wechter going, "What do you want?" Is that's a big change for me right there. Um, <laughs> that's great. And and so you're talking about when I'm going to get over this game, and I'm glad Rhea, you're there today. Um, I'm driving downtown. I just passed Joe Jervicious. He's still running down Broad Street. <laughs> Brutal man. Never going to get over that game. And Rodney, welcome. I remember you had just come to town, and uh, the Eagles were doing some event where they had you and Mike Quick and Hollis Thomas doing a Q&A. Oh, yeah. And I said to you, as long as you beat Dallas twice, you'll be loved here. And then you went out and won the Super Bowl. So there yeah. you go. I appreciate it, man. That's that's forever. I'll yeah, it you. is forever. Yeah, I, I, I hope that uh, ring that you're wearing isn't blinding Joe. He needs all the help he can get. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kenny, is there like, a, in like an Eagles point anywhere in this comedy show? I like this stand-up bit. Yeah. This is I mean, this is, <laughs> He's working on his type five. You got more? Like, what's, yeah. what's going on? I mean, because this is like Fozzie Bear material, man. People are going to start throwing tomatoes at you soon. Waka waka. Yeah. All right, Kenny, what do you got, yeah, on, the bir- well, what do you got on the birds? Uh, um, Brian Dawkins, I love the guy. And one of the reasons why I love him is he's a fan as well as a Hall of Fame player. And when people are saying that some of us are nuts for thinking about Jonathan Gannon as being anything but a loser, I, I look, I've only been watching football my whole life. I'm just using my eyes. I'm just looking at a guy who never once put up any competition to any good quarterback. And I don't care what he did in any other games, but I just, just as a – as a supposedly uneducated fan, that's what I saw. And that's why I'm glad he's gone because he consistently got out coached by quality quarterbacks. Hey, listen, that is true. And, I, and Kenny, I wish we had a bigger sample size this year to, to know if it's a truly fair label because obviously they face so few good quarterbacks this year. But, but you are right. What you said is totally factually accurate and it bit him in the Super Bowl. Kenny, give me a great villain. Standing on the steps of the art museum, insulting 
Rocky's wife. Yeah. Clubber Lang, I wanted to kill that guy. Yeah, Clubber Lang. Well, speaking of killing guys, the, when you tell everyone your theory, the morning show does, morning audience doesn't know your theory about Clubber Lang. All right, that's true. Mm-hmm. And and I am, John, in the coming weeks, I'm going to have to pull out my, as I call it in my in my, my book bag. I still have a bag like I'm a teenager in high school. My theories and opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my theories and opinions in life is that Clubber Lang, it's not murder. It's not murder of Mick in Rocky Three. Is it manslaughter? It's manslaughter. <laughs> he came barreling down the steps in a bad mood. Guy's in a bad mood. And with his force starts banging into people. Yeah. And the resulting ruckus is that Mickey falls over. 30 minutes later, he's dead. <laughs> now, in my world, that's manslaughter. <laughs> so, yes, I believe huh. after Rock, at Pretty the sure end of Rocky Three, at the end of Rocky Three, after... He beats Clubber Lang, then I think Clubber Lang's got to stand trial because I think he killed Mick. Uh, that's just my opinion. Movie would have really taken a turn if oh, yeah. that <laughs> a dark. Hey, hey, woman, yo, woman, why don't you come down here? I'll show you, show you what a real man is like. It's a great scene at the art museum steps, man. It's a great scene. Right, let's I hated get- him though in that moment. I I agree with our caller. Can you believe that? Well, yeah. I mean, what a slap in Rock's face. Desecrating him, man. Oh. But I'll tell you, man, it rises the t- it raises the tension. I mean, he shows up at the unveiling of the statue, calling him out for not fighting him. It's it's a great plot twist. It really is. Uh, by the way, has has Seltzer's uh, job ever been to get Mr. T on the show, John? I can't remember. Has he been on our list? Because we've had he a list. Not, but we can add him. Yeah, I mean, should Mr. T list. should be on this show somehow, some way, someday. All right, let's go to Debbie right now in Drexel Hill. Hi, Debbie. Um, so I'm super excited that you're now on the morning, and uh, I just wanted to wish you guys, you know, the best. Thank you, um, And as far as son called it really well, he said that it was a series of unfortunate events that occurred, and Ike gave a boatload of them yesterday. Like, he just ran down a whole list, and he was right. It, it was every bit. Of everything that happened, it was just yeah. unfortunate. There was a lot. I mean, even that one sequence to have three in a row to have the Gainwell slip on third and three, yeah. I believe it was, or no, third and yep. whatever it was, and then the Sayamalo jump all sides, and then the jail and fumble. I mean, it's three straight moments. Yeah. It's just there's a lot. I know. Debbie, it give me a big to... give me a big answer for a villain. Who do you got? Well, it's funny because I had this before the Conklin bit came on. Jafar from Aladdin. You got it, Debbie. Hmm. Appreciate that phone call. Let's talk to Rob right now in Doylestown. Hi, Rob. Hey, good morning, gang. Uh, this uh, second day is going very well. Thanks, Rob. Hey, uh, can we talk a little hot stove? Oh, please do, man. Let's do it. Phillies. I mean, for, well, first full day, for those that don't know, today is the first full day of spring training. So it uh, it amps up a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to be heading down there uh, uh, to catch a few games. It's my awesome. uh, my little sister said, uh, "What's what's going to happen to Hammer? With what? I don't know what to, are you going to do him? Are you talking about beat the Hammer? Yeah. Well, I don't do myself. I mean, it's kind of oddly phrased <laughs> the way don't. you put that. Well, <laughs> now that you bring it up, uh, no, I, I think that, yes, beat the Hammer will be Fridays at seven forty-five a.m." So, uh, for those that don't know, the trivia contest we've been doing in the afternoon for, gosh, the last six years, with 35 losses, which, you know, doesn't sound good, but when you consider 209 wins, I mean, Rodney, 209 wins, 35 losses, I guess I'm pretty exceptional. Yeah. Is that the word you'd use, exceptional? I would. Yeah, exceptional. You don't have to use that word. (laughs) (laughs) He's just being nice, Joe. Uh, Rob, Rob, it'll be every Friday at 745 in the morning, man. Good, good. Um, Anyway, I want to... uh... I want to get rid of Reese Hoskins. Hmm. I want to trade him, and uh, and maybe uh, they have a third baseman. Baum can play first, and uh, they have a third baseman uh, that uh, apparently has uh, got a real future. I'll say this, Rob. The fact that they did not make the trade in the last three months tells me Reese is going to be here for the season. Um, you know, that would be a pretty big adjustment to make in season. doesn't mean they can't. But they clearly elected to hold on to him, and I, I think you're going to have another season of Reese Hoskins. 
and okay, by the, and by it. the way, while he is flawed and he is, he's also you know pretty good in some. He's really good in some specific ways, and he's really bad in some specific ways. Bob, I don't know that you can say uh, Edmundo Sosa is the, the guy who can hold down third base, if that's who you're referring to. That's I, who I was, yeah. I mean, I, no. I, I like him. Uh, I don't know that he's an everyday player. I agree with John. But I'll say this, Rob. If they had made the trade back in November, then they could have acquired a different third baseman and you know strategized differently. Rob, give me a great answer for a big-time villain. Jack Palance. Jack Palance in what? Now, that's a good question. Shane, maybe? Uh, I think he was in uh, the man who shot Liberty Valance. All right, you got it, Jack. Because Pan- you know, he just I would have gone Shane. It's the bad guy in Shane. Is he the bad guy in yeah, Shane? Yeah, he's the bad guy in Shane. Man, what a great movie! What a great ball. Shane. So good, man. Come back, Shane. Uh, hey, coming up here in just one minute, Elliot Shore Parks, the latest on the Eagles, including some franchise tag information. That's in one minute. Join me now. Get all the thrills of the casino in the palm of your hand with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Slots, blackjack, roulette, table games, get them all with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, the only casino and sportsbook app that I recommend. New users get up to $750 bonus plus 500 free spins when you sign up now. Bring the excitement of the casino everywhere you go. Do not miss this limited time offer. New users play now, get up to $750 bonus plus those 500 free spins. All your favorite casino games ready when you are on the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. You must be 21 and older and in PA or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie. We got Rodney here, Rhea, James Sosa, the whole deal. And uh, let's go out uh, to, uh, to our Eagles reporter. Did a great job throughout the season. And it's off season time, it's planning time, but also some look back time with Mr. Elliot Shore Parks. How you doing, Elliot? What's up, guys? Good to talk to you guys. And uh, first, uh, you know, good show yesterday. Great show today, and excited to see you guys uh, doing well in this new slot. Thank you. Now, was that, was that? Did you mean that literally? Like, there's been improvement from day one to two, or was that just a throwaway? Well, it was really only to go, only to go, but up. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> Rodney, they cut <laughs> deep around here. If you haven't noticed, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like a locker room, man. <laughs> All right, Ellie, let's get to it here. Let's. Um, I want to start with the Super Bowl, but then a lot of off-season stuff to get to. Yeah. You know, we're talking today a lot about, uh, I believe, and I think Jane, uh, John agrees with me, Sirianni's kind of flown under the radar here with culpability in the Super Bowl. So much focus on Gannon and the field and the flag and some other stuff. But, I mean, he had the better roster, lost, had a 10-point lead at halftime, lost. I think it's fair to say didn't properly oversee Gannon. Punted on fourth and three when I thought he should have gone for it. Uh, I think the cleat change thing took too long. I mean, the, the getting the plays in thing, whether that was Hertz or Sirianni or a strategy, I mean, it took him at one point in the fourth quarter down eight points, four minutes and seven seconds to run eight plays, which is outrageous. Um, yeah. Why has, why in your opinion, has Sirianni kind of flown under the radar of criticism? Because people like him. And I think that's the answer. It's why Gannon doesn't get criticism. And really, I think you could you could attach. You mean why Gannon does does get criticized? Why, yeah. yeah, why Gannon's not getting criticism? Yeah, and I think we could attach this to almost any athlete, coach, GM we ever talk about in this city for any topic, right? If Philly fans like you, you are given a much longer leash than you are if they're frustrated with you. People don't like Gannon for whatever reason, right? I think the reasons are flawed. People don't like him. So in a game where. Jalen fumbled the ball away. Nick didn't do a great job, and the defense struggled. It's no surprise that the defense is the one getting the most blame because people don't like Gannon, right? I think if people were frustrated with Sirianni, you'd be hearing about him a lot more. If people still didn't believe in Jalen, you'd be hearing about the fumble a lot more. So this is what I've been trying to say the whole last week. It's the it's a complete team loss. Yes, the defense was bad, but the offense had its issues. Jalen had had his fumble despite playing a great game. And when it comes to Sirianni, I think the reason you're not hearing him criticized as much is because people like him and people think he should have won coach of the year and all that stuff. So ultimately I think this comes down to of how they felt about Sirianni going into the game as opposed to what actually happened in the game. Elliot, how much input does Sirianni really have on the defensive side of the football? Well, so he's, I mean, look, he oversees it, right? But ultimately, and I think Sirianni's pretty honest about this, like, He's not a defensive specialist, you know, and I think and you can even see in the guys that they're interviewing for defensive coordinator that I don't want to say not two head coaches because Sirianni is the head coach, but whoever runs that defense runs that defense. So I think Nick is involved. Nick, Nick is involved in strategy and that type of thing. But when it comes to like specific game planning, I, I don't think he's super involved in the way that he trusts his defensive guys 
to be able to go in and make those adjustments and, and what they think is the best way to attack an opposing offense. So if the Eagles really offered Jonathan Gannon head coach money, why did he take the Cardinals job? Because then he could be a head coach. I mean, I just think it's, it's that simple. Like there's only 32 of these jobs in the world. People work their entire careers to reach what is the pinnacle of their profession. Um, so I think it's that simple. I, I just think that it was his chance to go. I mean, look, he interviewed for jobs all last year too, right? I think had he been offered one last year, he would have taken it. And frankly, I, I don't blame him in the way that if you get a chance to be a head coach, you don't turn that down, right? Who knows what happens this year? Maybe the defense isn't as good this year as it was. Uh, it, it, let's say the defense isn't as good next year as it was this year. Maybe those chances don't come. Now, I think Arizona is a bad place to end up, but ultimately yeah. he took this job because – it's a head coaching job. I how, mean, that's how much are we responsible, if at all, for Jonathan Gannon choosing elsewhere? Talking about the the, the fan media. base, the the scrutiny. Yeah, I, I, I think zero zero percent. Um, my experience from being around Gannon is it really didn't get to him that much about you know the stuff about like the soft defense and the lack of a like you know, whatever the criticism of the day was for him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it really got to him that much, and that's what's weird to me about this whole, you know, with the fans not really um, liking Gannon, he really did have a, a mentality in a lot of ways of that I think fans would like. Like, you saw the video before the Niners game. He was very intense, yeah. you know. So, you know, I just – it never clicked with him for whatever reason with the fans, but I don't think that's why he took the Arizona job. Elliot Shore Parks with us. All right, Elliot, let's get to sort of the rest of uh, this offseason. And, and one of the first dominoes is the Eagles, with all these free agents, has to figure out who to franchise or not. There's a report out that the Eagles will franchise C.J. Gardner-Johnson if they can't reach a deal with him. If they can't reach a deal with him, do you think he's the right person to franchise? No, and I would put the chances of Chauncey Gardner-Johnson playing the season on the franchise tag at exactly 0%. There is no shot that they're going to have him play on a one-year $14 million deal when right now they only have around $9 million in cap space. I think this is a negotiation ploy to like let it, it's you know the Eagles kind of letting people know yeah we're we're not afraid to use it if we don't have if if, if we have to but ultimately what I think is going to happen is maybe he's franchised at the deadline just so they still have his rights but I think there's a zero percent chance he'll actually play on it I wouldn't franchise anybody I think it's a poor use of cap space I think you overpay for one year and I think that's probably what how his mentality will be if you look at how he structures deals they always have low base salaries. And having a franchise tag is having one of the five highest base salaries in the entire league at at your position, right? So I just don't believe in a year where cap space is going to be so crucial for every dollar, right? For Jalen, for all these guys, that they're going to commit $14 million for one year for for Chauncey Gardner. As good as he is, I just don't think they'll do it. Elliot, is it going to be really hard to retain Bradbury given how many free agents Eagles have to sign and how good he is and the, and the league knows he is, and he's going to get a big offer. He's going to get a big offer. Is he going to be yeah. maybe the hardest to keep? Um, well, I mean, him or Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I do think he probably plays a position that on the open market is going to get more money, but Gardner-Johnson is younger, right? And the thing that I can't, I can't put my finger on with Bradbury is I do think he still is perceived somewhat as a number two corner and not a legit number one. So maybe that impacts his market. But the bottom line with the Eagles and all these free agents is they can probably keep whoever they want. It's just a matter of how they're willing to structure the contract and how far in advance they want to put this money. But the other, the other part of it is in, in 2017, after they won the Super Bowl, Howie spoke pretty openly about the fact that he thought a mistake he made was bringing back all the guys he could and bringing back the exact same roster and trying to give them a chance to run it back. I do wonder if you're the Eagles, like what benefits there are to just – a mixture of new players in that locker room, even if it means losing some talent, but just having a fresh set of players as opposed to having to run it back with those same exact guys and have all the baggage that comes with that. So what do you, what do you expect Jalen Hurts' contract will look like? So I do think he will end up getting, you know, over $45 million a year average. It would be my guess. You know, you hear 50, 55, maybe it gets to that point. My guess is next year, what, what his cap it will be will probably be around $17 million, $17, $16 million. If you look at all the big contract extensions for quarterbacks in the last few years, the first year is always considerably lower, right? So I think you're looking mm-hmm. at maybe $16, $17 million next year, and then it'll skyrocket. And what, what I'll be interested to see is 
does Howie want to do this where he puts the base salaries relatively high and then he just keeps restructuring it? Like, you know, it's almost like a cap space safe, a whole safe holder right there. Or is he going to do this with a big signing bonus? And we're about to see like a 10 year deal with four dummy years at the end of it. But I think ultimately he will get paid. I think the players want him to get paid. And I think the Eagles want, want to pay him as well. So my guess is around $45 million a year. And then how long it'll be, it'll probably have a lot of dummy years. And this thing will probably be stretched out really far. Tell you one thing, Daniel Jones better not get 45 mil because if he well, does, that's what he's, that's what he's if he does, asking. don't you think it's unrealistic to expect that he'll be paid less than what the top quarterbacks are getting paid? I mean, you got 50 million, you got 49 yeah. million. Like, I expect it to be more than that. Yeah, it, it de- look, it definitely could end up more than that. I do wonder, though, like, you know, when it comes down to total guarantees, I mean, $45 million a year is not always $45 million a year. Like, you see that, but it's like, which of those quarterbacks got the most guaranteed money? Which of yeah. it is fully guaranteed, not just for injury? You know, how many years are they actually locked into the guy? So I get that the average is a big part of it. And, you know, we've seen in the past the Eagles, they are into make like, when they're giving out this type of deal – they're into making sure, you know, okay, this guy's now the highest paid his position just for sure. the statement of it. But I, I think that ultimately what it comes down to with Jalen, who, remember, is only 24, right? So it could be in Jalen's best interest not to sign a long deal. Like, he could maybe want a four-year deal so that he hits the market again at 24 years old. So that is at one. yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. That, that is one interesting part of these negotiations. But, no, yeah, I think Jalen will be one of the top three highest-paid quarterbacks in the league when, when this deal is done. Elliot, magnificent work. Listen, this offseason is going to come fast. I mean, it's already here, and the reality is combines yeah. next week, free agencies in, I think, three weeks. So we'll talk to you frequently on the show. Thanks, Elliot. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.